Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice today at www.audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 30. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the trophy titan, Lopez. (laughs) That doesn't even feel appropriate. I haven't posted a platinum in a while. Yeah, Mike, you're really slacking. I'm really disappointed in you. Me too. Me too. You're letting the world down. (laughs) Thanks for starting off depressingly. I feel a little weird about myself. (laughs) And David looks great in his Master Chief costume, Tate. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I don't have a Master Chief costume. Does well, the helmet I... help you beat Halo faster? <laughs> <laughs> it must have. Five Just, let's plays real fast. and then we're done. Oh, All right. Man. Also joining us tonight from the Adventure Mode podcast, our super guest friend, Dustin Furman. Hey, super. I like that. Yeah. I like How's being going, a buddy? super, super guy. I'm doing, I'm doing well. This is this is a different kind of setup for me to podcast with no one being in the room with me right now. Yeah, this is <laughs> totally you can't different. Make eye contact with anyone right now. I yeah, could, Dustin, you're out in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm like north of Pittsburgh, so so, so it's yeah. freezing cold. Not quite yet. It's oh, starting. Okay. It's starting to get a little little chill, especially it's at like night. Fifty three out here in New York right oh, now. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Not so, so it's bad. the weather is still still nice out, but not for long. The weather outside is not yet frightful. No, that's no. good. <laughs> well, you guys are in for a podcast that's delightful. Oh, <laughs> oh. did you get? You see what I got? What I did? Yeah, no, right there. Thank you. That. I kind of set that one up for you, so I'm glad you you took it. And hey, by the way, Adam, <laughs> thank you for introducing <laughs> us, uh, Adam Vanilla Destiny Redding. I think yes. that's just going to be your permanent. Uh, nickname from now that's on. okay it's much that's, easier you know, than thinking of a new one each time <laughs> only a crazy person would do that no actually i i do i do have an, another one for you adam vanpool reading oh because you vanpool. i like it i yeah. sure do so i do go. that's that's where i get most of my vita gaming in that's right mm. Yes. The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover <laughs> Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic from the world of gaming but first what are you guys playing Ooh, 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 I want to start. Can I start? Yeah. I haven't played Destiny at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wow. shocked. I'm so shocked oh right gosh. now. It, it, it is it's actually fairly shocking. It's kind of similar to what happened a year ago, except that I'm not upset about it anymore. <laughs> um, so I kind of got to a point where I was like, yeah, you know, I've seen everything I want to see in Destiny right now. Okay. Um, and so I was just like, all right, I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And um, <laughs> cold turkey, yeah. And uh, I went, I went onto the Xbox store and uh, nabbed that Halo Five. Look out! And then I streamed myself playing the whole campaign, which is crazy because I didn't have a whole lot of free time, but I did it anyway. And uh, it was really fun. Um, and actually, Dustin here joined me on yeah uh, a couple of the videos there. One where we were just trying out the multiplayer. And then uh, one where there we were playing a little bit of co-op, which man, co-op is fun in Halo Five. That's um, awesome. Also, yeah. I would I would like to do full disclosure. I did work on the ad for the Halo Five commercials. 
but it's okay because they turned out to have absolutely nothing to do with the campaign anyway. So I'm not <laughs> yeah, biased not in any way. <laughs> yeah, David was in the Master Chief suit. No. Yeah. And he was he looked great in it. That hence his nickname. So Hey, guys, well done. If you would like to listen to the actual truth, I was <laughs> I had nothing to do with this shoot. I know. I, I keep just, telling him it's just the music. That's the no, only part you're responsible for. And I'm not the composer <laughs> either. I'm the compositor. I composited the visual effects onto the live action that they shot, and that's what I did. Right. So okay. It, In the Master from, Chief costume, and no. it, yeah, it's not it's not easy to do when you're wearing the suit at the same time. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, so Wait, you're not Halo Five. Playing. So Halo Five is scratching the itch, the Destiny itch, right? I mean, I mean, not. I don't really have the Destiny itch. Like, I'm done. I've, I've, I had well, a good, good two months it's, playing. It's, it. it's, it's a nightmare getting rid of the Destiny itch. You don't have the vanilla <laughs> Destiny itch. No, definitely not that itch. That that itch, I actually am upset about. That's an itch that <laughs> never goes away. <laughs> That's right. It's permanent. Um, but I, I, you know, I had a good time playing the Taken King expansion. I'm sure there'll be some DLC eventually that will draw me back in. Uh, but for now, I'm fine. I played, so I played Halo Five, um, and I also wait, wait, picked, wait, how how many pieces? Oh, do you want me to rate? Okay, I yeah. can give it a rating. Uh, yeah. I will say Halo Five is a good four out of five pizzas. Excellent. It's it's really solid. Um, it's it's pretty fun. The campaign is a tiny bit short. But it was actually a little bit longer than I was expecting. And I, I had a good time with the story. Like, you know, um, it wasn't super serious. Uh, there was a lot, especially me being like not completely caught up on all the Halo lore. Uh, there was a lot I didn't understand. Like all of a sudden Master Chief had like three other people with him. And I was Spoilers. like... Spoilers. <laughs> no, no, no. Like from the beginning of the game, Master Chief has a fire team of three people. Like that's a thing. You don't. You never are alone in this game. You always have a fire team of four. Spoilers. Um, these are not spoilers. These do they call like, it? <laughs> do they call it a fire team? Yeah, they actually call it a fire okay. team, like in Destiny. All right. Well, I just didn't know if that was you just carrying it over. Yeah. No. No. They actually call it that. And Nathan Fillion's in both games too. So that's weird. Can't be a coincidence. Uh, <laughs> uh, they also have guardians, which is what you're called in uh, Destiny, and they have. Uh oh! Help me out, Dustin. Come on. It's uh, so there's Fire Team Osiris in Halo, and, then and then there's, there's the a mode of Osiris yeah. in Destiny. Uh, what else? Um, That's oh, really well, weird. There's a Master Chief reference in Destiny, actually. Um, where you find like a, a stasis pod, and the ghost is like, "There's a there's a guardian in here whose light level is incredibly high, but he would prefer to sleep after the last Great War or something like that." So that's interesting. Anyway, it's really fun. That's a World uh, War One reference. Yeah, sure. So yeah, because the the last war before Destiny, which is seven hundred years in the future, was World War One for yeah, sure. Yeah, but he says the Great War. You see, ah, uh, ah, <laughs> uh, because World right. War Two was certainly not bigger than World War One. So certainly not. <laughs> Anyways, um, Halo Five's fun. If you have an Xbox One, pick it up. It's fun. I I, I refuse. It. I refuse, David. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't have to, Adam, but. I think you should. Because you guys want to know what I've been playing? Well, well, I'm not done telling you guys what I've been playing. You shut your mouth, David. <laughs> I just said <laughs> you one shut game. It's your not mouth. all about you, David. It's all about me, you guys. <laughs> okay, this go is for the it. David, Super David David podcast. David <laughs> time. <Wow. laughs> Super right. David David podcast David time. That's the right, name what of else? This what show else now. you been playing? Um, uh, oh, I've been playing the Uncharted Collection. Mm. I picked that up and had a great time with that. 
Uh, I actually popped into a couple games of uh, Heroes of the Storm with Mike just randomly on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, that's true. We did. We oh, was, good times. For like the first time really in like fun. three months. Yeah. Um, and then I've been waiting to get in the Overwatch beta, which I'm not yet. And then, um, so that doesn't count. But also, that surely doesn't. <laughs> also, I've been playing that uh, Fallout Four. Oh man! And I have a lot—not a lot, actually. I have—I have a bit to talk about. A bit, so. yeah. It sounds like we're going to be getting to that a little bit later yes, on. Yes, yeah. So, okay, I'm done now. Someone okay. else go. <laughs> Dustin. Oh, hi. How are you hey. doing? Hey, what's I'm, up, I'm doing great. So, have, is this? Have you had any pot, uh, uh, hot cakes lately? Hot cakes. Um, you know, my wife and I used to make hot cakes all the time, but we're trying to eat healthier lately. So wait, 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 hot cakes aren't healthy. Um, that's a lot of carbs, you know, carbs carbs are are good though, right? They are. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) turns out hot cakes are making me fat. No, what? Son of a, (laughs) no way. Adam is no. So Dustin, Dustin, what what are you playing? Okay. So. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I totally derailed it. Uh, I've been playing a lot of games as well. I'm going to take l- way less time to talk about them than David. Oh, snap. So, oh, uh, <laughs> no, but um, so so this is like my, my deal season. I'm like a super deal hunter when it comes to games. Oh, yeah. So I wait and it's like the perfect storm. And uh, that was actually just earlier this week where Target did their buy to oh, get yeah. one free. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Are yeah. they still doing that, or is it all over? It's still doing. I think it's still going. Oh you still have gosh. a couple days. So, <laughs> what you can do is, and this is for all the listeners out there that are still. Well, by Monday, this will be over. The deal will be gone. So I guess so it doesn't this, matter. This information is yeah. not relevant. But, <laughs> but anyway, travel back in time and take right. advantage of this deal. By all means, do it. So you can you can use the red card, and in addition, you get. Uh, there's a wish list app that gets you 10%. So through all these random deals, I was able to get three games and for $90 total. Whoa. So all of them were half off, That's which is good. pretty awesome. Yeah. So I got uh, Advanced Warfare, not Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3. I'm still thinking about the last <laughs> game. Um, they're all the same anyway, right? Um, yeah, basically. So I got Black Ops 3, played that for a little bit. Um, I got Tales of Zestiria. Which Ooh. I think I touched for about, I don't know, half hour maybe. And then that night was the night that Fallout came out. So oh, Fallout. those games are just sitting in the dust right now because of Fallout. So Yeah. yeah. But uh It'll probably be sitting there for a good sixty to eighty hours, right? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> probably. And uh before that I was playing Halo five, which was was a, a grand old time. <laughs> it's a good it's a good time, guys. I'm telling you. That's awesome. So I've been playing The Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, now, wait, oh wait, wait, wait. I'm jealous. That doesn't what? come out for a whole another year. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so I went ahead and picked up an X-Bone. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, I got the Rise of the Tomb Raider bundle. Congratulations, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so I'm. it's got a terabyte hard drive. It came with the first game remaster and then the new game. I dove right into the new one. Wait, no, how, no regrets. How does it come with it if it's not out yet? It, oh, it's out. Wait, it's, it is out. Well, it's oh, been, no, yeah, you're no, right. it's totally it is out. out. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. You're right. I'm. I don't know what's wrong with my. I once Fallout Four came out. I forgot that anything else was possible to come out. Too. <laughs> well, so, did, also so did the Starcraft rest of America. Game. So it's fine. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fallout Four and Rise of the Tomb Raider came out the same day, and it was very uh, gutsy of. of well, it, it was kind of one of those things. It was just. Like I, I've heard an explanation of it. And it's like, well, 
if you, you go a week forward, you have to fight uh, Black Ops and then or something. I can't remember if it's exactly a week, but it was like then a week back is something else. I don't know. It was a disaster either way. So they, <laughs> they just picked this one. Um, but yeah, like it, it is a fantastic game. I'm going to talk about it a little bit more a little bit later on. But uh, but yeah, you know what else? Like I mentioned before the show that we went to Six Flags and while I was there, um, I found this kiosk. And they had uh, like four or five screens inside it and little arcade sticks. And you could play Street Fighter V. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. If you go to a Six Flags, you can play Street Fighter V. Yeah, so it was super cool. Uh, Me and the boy, we got to hop on the Street Fighter V a little bit, slug it out. Who won? Um, It was running on a PS4, which is super cool. Oh, okay. Um, So you could see the actual version. You notice he avoided that question. like an arcade stick? What was that? Uh, but they had an arcade stick or was yeah, it they had like- arcade sticks sitting there up, up on this counter that you could play with. So ah. yeah, it was cool. Um, I won the first round and then he won the second round. Wow. W- winky face. <laughs> and then, and then we called it a day. So that way I, I no one would cry because I, I would cry if I lost. So yeah, I knew, I knew he probably would too. Yeah. I, I remember when we used to play killer instinct and you would just cry and cry. <laughs> <laughs> so and then also we had some company over so of course towerfall ascension came back out and oh that's right lots yeah. of shouting lots of screaming lots of <laughs> shooting people with arrows and pinning them to the wall so it was awesome um but yeah what about you mike uh real real busy lately so i haven't had time to really dig into much um i'm gonna pick out fallout 4 like really soon just haven't got to it yet um, Good man. I, I did play the first episode of Tales from the Borderlands, which David, you didn't mention, but you also have been playing that. Oh yeah, I I totally forgot. <laughs> it's I've stream. Been you can that check one. it on YouTube. Go check it out. Yeah, go to YouTube um, and search for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, and we should probably know the link too. to our own streams, but we don't. Uh, they're they're really crazy, <laughs> like letters and numbers. It's like kind of not even necessary to. Just just search for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover or SBF VGS and Borderlands yeah. into YouTube and you'll find it. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll tweet easy. it. It'll be, it'll be easy. Or uh, yeah, that, that's one, yeah. one really useful thing about having an absolutely ridiculous acronym for your <laughs> yeah, podcast name no is that is gonna... you type in SBF VGS and it just comes up. It's the only one. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. That's, that's the problem with adventure mode is that when we were doing a lot of YouTube, we couldn't get anyone to find our videos because everyone found Minecraft videos. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I played Tales of the Borderlands episode one, and I actually really liked it. I'm not... I, I like Borderlands okay. Uh, it's a fun co-op game for me. I don't like playing it by myself. And yeah, I don't I, I'm real, with you there. I don't really care about the story or the universe very much. I don't, I don't find it terribly interesting. But the game itself is fun. Uh, but somehow they took, like, Tales of the Borderlands and, like, made this kind of really interesting, like, heist-like kind of story going on it's a real good time very fun yeah it's pretty that's fun. awesome it's it's uh, got, we'll, it's we'll got that streaming. troy that's got that troy baker in it so you know i'm in that's <laughs> true yeah. uh we'll be we'll be streaming episode two by the way probably uh last weekend if you're listening to this on monday <laughs> <laughs> it's weird it's a weird future past thing it always is um uh, but it yeah I'm, I'm shooting to stream episode two of tales from the borderlands uh La- uh, yesterday, Sunday. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, if, if David. Oh yeah, and then you're gonna also be streaming some Star Wars, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, and also I will have streamed uh, Star Wars uh, the Friday before this podcast. So Battlefront. Go- yeah, Battlefront. Battle I'm sorry, not not the Force Awakens. That that would kind of be illegal streaming that movie. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. So definitely check out our YouTube. We're we're kind of making a push to uh, to try to make more content on there. 
Yeah. Um, and also yeah, I, tell, make sure you tell everyone or everyone, make sure you tell Adam and Mike how much you would like to see them stream stuff too. Yeah. David yeah. has been heading it up because Mike <laughs> and I are ridiculously busy. It's lately. true. Um, so thank you for, you've been knocking it out of the park, David. You yeah. can bring it on super guest friends, Ashley, super guest friends, Dustin. Dustin here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I say it's going well. And, and normally, well. normally I would say this is the kind of thing we talk about during uh, end of the show plugs for men. But right in the middle of what I'm talking about, that's that's also a good place for it. No, yeah, <laughs> we should also <laughs> talk about this then. Hey, Dustin, do you have anything you'd like to talk about while Mike's trying to talk about what he's been playing? Oh well, you know, because <laughs> you know, two out of two out of three people being rude isn't going to cut it. I need the whole <laughs> shebang. <laughs> Um, so what else are you playing good sir <laughs> so i also finished episode one of uh, telltale's game of thrones uh which Ooh, is also very goodness. good i'm in yeah. telltale time yeah yeah well what my wife loves them so uh it's a fun oh, game for us true. to play together um also i'm playing a lot of mercenary kings which is fantastic that's such a good game it's uh david would love it because it's kind of an indie thing going on but uh mm-hmm. oh it sounds like my favorite think of pixel like art. Uh, yeah it's pixel art but think of it like metal slug oh gosh you guys like Metal Slug? Because that's what this is. Uh, nope, never played one. It's like, oh, right. it's like well, Metal Slug, but with like more RPG elements yeah, to it. Yeah, so think that's like really Metal cool. Slug, except the the enemies like will drop items, and then you can go craft like weapons and things like that, and it's pretty cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Good times. And then, oh gosh, there was what else was I playing? Oh yeah, a lot of Diablo three. A lot of Diablo. <laughs> nice. 3. I just love that Mike is always like. Oh, I'm just so busy, but I've been playing this and this and this and that and this and that. <laughs> yeah, polish off that and the yeah, platinum that. See, platinum this game and that game. <laughs> no, that's the game. thing. There's no platinums. There's no platinums. I'm like, it's okay. If I would sit down, honestly, just for like three hours and just work on platinums, I would have like five platinums right now. But would you have any fun? Yeah, well, maybe, oh, yeah. probably, but uh, well, he, you get to dance the, the every problem, time you get a platinum. Yeah, exactly. But my <laughs> wife does not care about my platinum hunting, and so it yeah. makes it a little more difficult. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys want to jump into the news? We probably should. Ooh. Oh, yes, the yeah. news. <laughs> so, that's what it's called now, by the way. That's, <laughs> yeah. I will say that every time until someone tells me to stop. I'll give you that one. It's, it's, start, it's starting to grow on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Fallout 4, of course, is finally upon the world. And yep. we're, we're going to discuss that more later. But I so just keep your to, mouth shut. Yeah. I just wanted to <laughs> highlight how kind of omnipresent the game is right now like my wife is talking to she knows what fallout 4 is Mm -hmm. she's not a gamer whatsoever that's Um, actually surprising to me random people on facebook are posting pictures of like oh i got the got the fallout you know pit boy edition and like (laughs) you know people's wives on there um like uh, it was on of course uh clueless gamer um with Conan O'Brien. Oh, that's right. That was amazing. He's yeah, so funny. He's so funny. I wish he would do them more often because <laughs> yeah. it's so fun to watch him play video games. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it really has eclipsed everything else news-wise. It's captured I was, the imagination of the world. Yeah. I was looking at just like news stories thinking like, oh, you know, little things we could talk about for the show. And, and then I was like, oh, it's just only Fallout 4 news on er- <laughs> everywhere I look. So <laughs> It's true. Like, I, like just like everywhere said, you look. Sorry. <laughs> no, I I hopped on Full uh, House there. I hopped on Facebook mm-hmm. and friends of mine that like never post about games. I didn't know like they still play games. Like yeah, they're like like a buddy of mine I used to work with uh, posted on Facebook like of him in his like blue and yellow striped vault hoodie wearing <laughs> the the Pit Boy. He bought he got one of the collectors from Pit Boys. Wow. Uh, and he also got like collectors of the game, obviously. And then he went to Target and bought the Quantum. Um, what is it? The the soda from the game? 
the new oh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. New, new Coca-Cola. Well, there's Nuka Cola and there's also like a blue Quantum one. Um, oh, you don't know don't this because you don't play one. Fallout. So, yeah, well, yeah, I do now. <laughs> Which he does now. Did you hear that those are really, really rare now? They are. In, uh, wait, I'm sorry. Fallout Four. Actually, David, no, no, I'm sorry. My mistake. You're you're correct. It's there's Nuka Cola and then there's like Nuka Cola Quantum. Like yeah, it's like oh. new Coke, but like we'll probably kill you. <laughs> um yeah my my wife uh being you know the the sweet sweet woman that she is rushed out that morning while i was at work to try to get some for me and she's no. like yeah first thing in the morning they were already sold out so that's wow. crazy what are you gonna do yeah what uh, can you do brandon has two of them and i'm like dude you're sitting on there that's like a hundred dollars right there to have two wow. of them. it is <laughs> and he should hold on to it but what he, he should is. do even he is. more is go on youtube and just pound them just Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. That it, that would be amazing. Yeah. So next news item: Star Wars Battlefront comes out tomorrow. Wait, the full game in the future tomorrow? Oh yes, yes. I'm sorry. I I will never get the hang of that. I think <laughs> it's in five days. Uh, We've so only been doing the, it for a year. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not long enough time. So the seventeenth tomorrow, when you're listening to this, Star Wars Battlefront will be out, and that's all. That's all. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's going to be out. And everything else, Fallout nothing. That's what I say. Yeah. Fallout yeah. nothing. <laughs> Everyone will forget about Fallout by yeah, that I point. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> all right. MPD reports that Xbox One was the number one selling game console in the month of October. On oh, the back. Oh, good for them. Yes. Yeah. On the back of Halo 5. Oh, that's right. Because Halo 5 did really well too, right? Do you have the sales figures for that? I don't have the numbers, but it was number one. Uh, it dethroned like the NBA 2K16 and um, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, they, they sold a ton. And that's pretty amazing considering it's only on the one platform and NBA is on everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah, very yeah. true. Uh, so. I, I do have a, a number. Uh, Halo 5 reached 400 million in sales already. That was as of November 4th. $400 million, right? Yeah, $400 million. Well, yeah. it's definitely not units. That, that would be insane. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think Black Ops Three hit five hundred and fifty million dollars in sales. Oh, is, well, that was you know a week or two. But ago that's Call whatever, of Duty, but. which is more popular and general. and on everything. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on everything. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So even anyway you slice it, yeah, anyway you slice it, Halo Five uh, launched pretty formidable. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, and so I expect the same to kind of continue. Xbox One uh, topping the sales charts uh, for November too. Because, because of Tomb Raider? Yeah, you got the, well, the Tomb Raider bundle. Um, yeah, I'm have, actually way more interested to see what the numbers that Tomb Raider does having come out on the same day as Fallout. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see. I mean, I'm sure it'll do really well, but Fallout has to be eating its lunch a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so speaking of that Tomb Raider, though. That Tomb Raider, though. Okay, so that game, Rise of the Tomb Raider, or Rotter, as I call it. Oh, Rotter. Rotter. Rotter? Right, oh, a right bloody Rotter. Sounds like an Englishman's oh, dog. Oh, Peter Molyneux, was that you? Yeah. <laughs> it was a right bloody Rotter. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway. <laughs> so, Rise of the Tomb Raider came out. It's gotten mostly excellent reviews. Yeah, that's um, true. I'm about five hours in, and I'm loving it. So, I just wanted to talk quickly. I, I, won't, I won't keep you guys all night. But I wanted to talk a little bit about this game because it's uh-huh. most, most excellent. Um, so, Laura Croft voice actor uh, Camilla Luddington. Um, she's back, of course, and is once again excellent. Um, she, they, I don't know, there's something about her performance and like the way they have designed the, um, 
I guess the the spots where these little nuances come in, but they're really good at making you feel for the character in like all the crazy, sometimes yeah. awful situations she's in. Yeah, I noticed um, that about the first game too. Like I I was I was always like, no, no, not that. No, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> especially in the in the scenes where you like, if you failed, they like de- designed a cutscene specifically oh, yeah. for that oh, death. Yeah, yeah. Speaking I was of, you get like, like oh, a no, you get like no. a bamboo shoot through your <laughs> real, chin or something. Real, is that? Is that still in the game? Is it still real gruesome? Um, you know what? I haven't seen anything terrible like that yet. I'll say yet. Okay. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind of crazy because I'm going through these, these snowy locations and she's like shivering and stuff. And oh, you, yeah. gotta, you, you have to like swim through, um, you know, this like really cold water and then get out. And I'm just like, um, and I'm sitting in my house, which is actually pretty cold at night when I'm playing it. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, like Mike and I were joking, like, man, this game's so immersive. Like, <laughs> I'm like freezing and shivering too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because I find myself like when I get to a base camp, just like sitting there, letting her sit there for a little while and warm up. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those weird things. But anyway, like, you know, you, you saw that like for the reboot, you know, the uh, Tomb Raider in 2013, um, they, you know, there was a lot of uncharted influence that you could see kind of all yeah, over the definitely. place. Like, you know, all the destructible, you know, the, um, you know, the essentially like bridges falling apart as you're running across them and all these like kind of big moments, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of that was borrowed, you know, straight from uncharted two and three. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm actually noticing a lot of last of us influence in this game. Whoa. They yeah, are just mm. naughty dog wannabes. Huh? They, they, so they just, <laughs> they just chomping the flavor. Is the next game going to have like, uh, <laughs> they're the next game the going to have like crash bandicoot overtones. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah. Well in this game you can do a, like a spin kick and she says, Urubaga and stuff like that. Oh and wow. I, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's no, amazing. that's, that's a lie. But yeah, there, there are some last of us, um, influences that I'm seeing. Like, um, I noticed like when you're going through kind of areas that you need to sneak, there are bottles and stuff laying around so you can grab them and throw them and make noise just like in last of us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like materials gathering, like how, you know, you would basically in Last of Us, you'd find like, um, you know, sugar and rags and gears oh, and all this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So there's all that. Um, and then, you know, you're crafting little um, explosive projectiles and stuff like that that you can throw. So there's there's definitely some influence there. Um, nothing, nothing too like, oh, come on. But like, you know, it's it's uh, it's kind of cool. So um, I'd say the story really interesting so far. Um, one of the things I like a lot is there's this mechanic where, um, you will come across like an inscription and she's like, "Ah, I don't know, my Greek's pretty rusty or whatever. And then if you keep looking around, looking at more and more Greek uh, inscriptions, you're, that will like your ability to read it will level up. And then pretty soon you can read something that you couldn't read previously or were like having a hard time reading. That's really cool. cool. I like that. Yeah. And then, so basically traversal exploration and tomb raiding is really great. Um, but Which like, there's a lot more of in this one, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so, but, you know, like all the Tomb Raider games, I would say, the all-out combat against human enemies is kind of the weakest part. Really? Um, I liked yeah. that in the first one, actually. The very first Tomb Raider game? Or was, the well, 2013? The, yeah, the re- the first reboot. So, I what I mean by that is, like, when you're, when they all know you're there, and they're all oh, alerted, and you're, okay. you're doing, like, the oh, yeah, cover yeah. base shooting. And it kind of just, like, devolves into an action game. Yeah, like yeah. that stuff. It's not bad. It's solid, but it's it's no, the it's, weakest part. I think. Yeah. Uh, like when you're fighting wild animals or um, stealth, like doing the stealth sections yeah, with that, human that's fights. That's what I was referring to with yeah, the human those, fights. I love the stealth. 
yeah, that stuff is way more compelling. So, um, but yeah, I mean, overall really good so far. I'm loving it. So I uh, highly recommend it if you have an XBZ. Well, here's, um, here's my problem, Adam. Yes. You're playing that Tomb Raider. It sounds, yeah. it sounds real good. <laughs> but how do you, how do you earn trophies? Well, there you are. earn achievements, <laughs> not trophies. Well, but those don't count towards my PSN level. So. No, but they count towards your <laughs> Xbox level. It's true. You get I a game score. About that, though. I, mean, I bet my Xbox gamer yeah. score eclipses yours, Mike. <laughs> I can't. I can't get into two trophy systems. As Why it not? is, I. I don't. I'm already an addict. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to do coke and heroin at the same time. That's how. And, that's how people well die, David. Steam. You pick you one. Some steam achievements to your pile too. I bet I'm eclipsing you in those. Oh, hundred well. <laughs> percent. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been on Steam in in a minute. Man, I'm winning, Mike. I won. Yeah, the I'll, good I'll thing concede is, to you on those. The good thing is I care nothing for trophies yeah, or achievements. Either. So if they I pop up sometimes less. and I'm like, oh, Couldn't. cool. That's my gamer score, starts, though. my pathetic gamer score, which is probably like 200, <laughs> which is so, I mean, because I, I think I only played like one or two games on 360 and then um, now I have my Xbox and I'm playing my very first game on it so, or Xbox right. One. So, yeah, so it's it's pitiful. I know it will never be impressive. So I've well, given it up. I'm glad to yeah. hear the game is good and I will play it a year from now when there are trophies. <laughs> yeah there you go hey hey adam uh really quick have you noticed anything new about your xbox one today oh no i haven't played it today um because they just pushed an update uh as of today's recording november 13th or actually november 12th um whatever day this uh, is well it is november 15th <laughs> from or it is remember ugh, november 13th now. for me right now because it's in the it's, it's oh, the, after midnight but so this is even more confusing for you the temporal I'm displacement so, i'm so confused anyways <laughs> they pushed out that new dashboard update and yeah uh, yeah i, I gotta check it out with it it is 100 percent different oh from, wow uh, from what it used to be like i have no idea where anything is anymore uh i've seen a couple like confused tweets about it that's funny. Um, it's like just as I'm getting the hang of the yeah. old dashboard, <laughs> now it's gonna all be different. That old dashboard is is bad news, though. It was really bad. I I didn't like it. Yeah, it, I I I don't know. I've been I've been messing around with it, and I tried for like 30 minutes to post a screenshot, and I was like, Am I just really dumb? <laughs> like I just I can't I can't do. It. And then I I started to realize like, Oh, I don't I didn't activate Xbox Live yet, so that's oh. probably behind that paywall. Oh yeah, maybe. But I'm sorry, Dustin. Continue, please. I was just gonna say that I'm. So I I have the preview program. So I've been running the the new dashboard for a little bit now. Fancy. And it's it's been all right. It hasn't been too buggy. But I just feel like, man, any time that you want to do anything on on the Xbox One, it is just way more complicated than it should be. No, well, at I least totally at least with, with that, that old dashboard. I haven't used the new one very much, even though I've I've had it for a little while. But I, I just, I don't even know what, what went wrong with that in yeah, general. It's, it's almost like it was designed by the people who make Windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So. Mike got anyway. real quiet. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's just fuming over there. <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> All right, you guys want to jump into the Twitter questions? Yeah, sure. Twitter. All right. So Adam, <laughs> not me, writes in. He says, what's all the hype about this Fallout 4? Never played any of the other Fallout games. Me so neither. I thought I thought this would be a really good opportunity, actually, for maybe some Fallout veterans like Mike, mm. like probably Dustin. 
um, to you know illuminate the the Fallout newbie. Uh, Fallout's real good, real good. But why? But why is it real good? <laughs> Amen. So next question comes from. <laughs> no, but like I, I think. I don't know. A little bit more, please. Okay, please. So, can we convince Adam? Convince the convince the world, Mike. So, Fallout, Fallout Two, Fallout Tactics. I played them way, way, way back when on PCs. Wait, Fallout Tactics? Yeah, yeah, that's a game. Oh. Not canon anymore, though. No, it is. It is. You're oh. right. You are correct. It is a game. Um, it's been so long since I played any of those games, and none of them will run on any PCs that I actually own at this point. Uh, that I can't get real deep into the story, but. Uh, they're very, you know, it's like a Mad Max kind of inspired uh, post-apocalyptic wasteland stories. Like, the, if that's what you're into, this is kind of the best thing that exists in game form. And then uh, they've always kind of been open world, kind of let you do what you want to do. Uh, although, I can't remember for Fallout 2, I know specifically Fallout 1, you had like something like one calendar year. And so every time you would travel, like you know the clock would tick down you had to get the whole kind of story oh, completed in that it time was timed. it was mm. it was oh, wow. time uh but that's kind of gone by the wayside and all the newer stuff uh most you are familiar with fallout 3 um which took place in in washington uh dc and uh that was kind of the first time we were getting the first person i guess you can play it in third person as well but the first person um shooter version of of that world or mm-hmm. that universe rather um, but it's just it's just a, a cool, unique universe. Like, I mean, Dustin, you might be able to speak more eloquently yeah. to what this is. But my impression of Fall is always like the weird, like nostalgic golden age of the 1950s America that never really existed, where everyone like had postmodern furniture in their houses. Like, oh, it's what so if cool? What if that never ended and just went on for like the next hundred, you know, or so years? And that's just what American life was like. And then there is a big nuclear war that wipes everything out. Yeah. So, Mike, um, Fallout 4 actually opens with a little bit of like an explainer. Like they, they give you like all of the canon about why they have this technology. You know, like it's it's a slightly alternate timeline to what we live in right now. Right. right. Uh, I, I don't want to get into it because it's kind of fun to experience it for yourself. But uh, I, I have a friend here that's played other Fallout games and uh, when he played the intro, or like he played like the first couple hours, and he t- he told me, "Oh, it's actually Justin. He he's been on our show before, friend of the show, Justin Burton. Oh yeah, um, Justin Burton. Yeah. JB's. They JB's. Call him. I work with him actually. Um, Jaybird. J- yeah, Jaybird. Uh, yeah, that's what we call him, Jaybird. Uh, no, <laughs> Jesse B. Dog. They call Jesse him. Jesse Justin Jesse Burger <laughs> Dog. That's what they call him. Uh, <laughs> this went off the rails real fast. Sounds delicious. <laughs> Um, he, he was like, yeah, I actually had no idea why they had like robots and stuff like that in the fifties. And, uh, this, this well, game actually explains it. Well, well, okay. I'm sorry. I, I, I may have said too much anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how to dig myself That's out okay. of this hole. <laughs> Dustin, uh, save us. You were about something. to more so, eloquently, uh, yes, yes, fall yes. out for us. I've, I, you know, I've been thinking about this the past couple couple days since I started Fallout 4. And so Skyrim, obviously, huge hit for Bethesda. Um, yeah. Probably their first big... I mean, obviously, Oblivion was a huge, uh, exciting game as well. Mm-hmm. And then Fallout mm-hmm. 3 uh, was even bigger. But Skyrim was, I think, their first like complete, total mainstream, everyone knows about this game. 
Um, yeah, that was so definitely a zeitgeist for some Skyrim. Yeah. So it's mm. interesting now that we're kind of getting that in the same, you know, sort of thing only with Fallout. And so I think, you know, since they're built on the same engine and they're surprised, you know, they're very similar games, but totally different uh, yeah, in the that same is very way. Um, so if you liked Skyrim, you're probably going to like Fallout. Um, That's me. But there's always people, you're, you're always going to, I think, prefer one or the other. Um that's fair. And I think what it comes down to really is that uh, a game like Skyrim is like, I'm exploring these areas that may not have been touched ever. No one, it's it feels like no one's been there. Like you're exploring somewhere that is uh, un- uncharted land. Um, but Fallout has a completely different feel where you're looking in burned up houses and all these different destroyed areas. And uh, what's neat is that there's all these little stories in those areas um, that are told that are really subtle. Um, like you can read the different computers that someone left behind. There might be a diary oh, yeah. entry and you can that look really and, you, fun. and you can see like if someone who wrote that diary entry, you could see their, their body lying where they died and you can see different things that they talked about. Um, so I guess it really depends what you're, what you're looking for as far as uh, the world and, and a bunch of different elements being that fallout is a shooter and Skyrim is, you know, swords and bow and arrow and things like that. Yeah. So David, you know, you're a, you're a first time fallout player. What you sell Adam on this. Let's see. Sell. Him. <laughs> uh, okay. So I don't <laughs> no, know. How wait, to sell you don't, strong you don't start. <laughs> strong start. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's jump on to just, so there, there you go. just get it. Just get <laughs> it. Just, get just, it. just get do it. it. Just I things. can't wait to spend the first 60 hours making my character. <laughs> <laughs> so, Just Illa, you guys may have heard of him. Just Illa! <laughs> Friend of the show, Just Illa, <laughs> writes, Okay, Fallout 4, The Witcher 3, or MGS 5, which is the highest quality? And he, so, means, he means in a holistic way. Like, what okay. is, what's the game, total package, total what's, package. The, what's the best? <laughs> well... This is going to be tough for me to answer because I've only played Fallout 4. <laughs> so that's the best one. Uh, I've only played The Witcher 3, so that's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played Mike? Metal I haven't played Metal Gear yet or Fallout yet. Uh, I've only played The Witcher and it's real, so real good. So it must be The Witcher. It, it, it might be. It might be. <laughs> the Witcher wins. Well, the Witcher here's, wins. Here's, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to default to The Witcher for now only because I haven't played Fallout 4 yet and I hear some of the leveling stuff has changed. And uh, I may or may not approve of that, so we'll, we'll oh see. Oh my! I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> uh, I I mean I will say with some caveats, Fallout Four is amazing, um, but there are definitely some bugs and stuff that make that may keep it from being of the utmost quality in a mm. holistic sort of. Oh, okay, way. yeah. I so. that's that's an objective assessment, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is, especially in a contrast with a game like Metal Gear, which is feels really, really polished, really Yeah, very few solid. bugs in that one. Yeah. Metal really Gear solid. solid. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I get yeah, it, yeah. Dustin. <laughs> oh, man. This, see, this is why you have Dustin on your podcast, folks. I do right. the, the unintentional puns. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even try. <laughs> You're just so good at puns, you don't even have to try anymore. Well, what's the problem is my, my wife is a hardcore punner. Is that is that a, oh. is that an official title that you can give I, someone? A pundit, as yes. it were. So, <laughs> oh, gosh, 
I'm pretty sure Mike, it you're bleeds. gonna kill Mike. Yeah. <laughs> it like bleeds in my brain, and then it just spews out every once in a while unintentionally. So that's amazing. Yeah. So I I feel like just without without having played Fallout Four, um, I I know where you guys are coming from though, because yeah, MGS Five crazy polished. Um, I would. I mean, just off of what I've seen and heard, I would have to say probably The Witcher 3 maybe has the more interesting story of those two games, but I have Fallout 4 probably trumps all of them in story. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's a really tough question. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> so. I want to I wanna add a little variable here. The best open world game this year, technically, is Bloodborne. Ooh. Whoa. But that's just, that's just my opinion. Oh, shots fired. I'm not going to say yeah. it's fact, like maybe someone else would on this podcast but uh <laughs> like my, i definitely wouldn't say i'm just a guest is the best here you know? world yeah so it's <laughs> i never uh, played bloodborne and i don't think i ever will you, so. you have all right. right all right we have we have three more twitter questions so let's let's pick up the pace gents all right jeez you can't, sorry we Adam. can't talk Gosh. for 25 minutes about each one yes we, we can. could that's the problem <laughs> we could we could all right so ruben the rubik's cube ramon writes oh ruben Sorry, he I don't know why I said you... that so weird. <laughs> oh, Ruben. <laughs> I'm getting tired, guys, but let's keep if, going. If you guys could voice act any character, I'm assuming he means a video game character. Right. Any character, sure. which one would it be? It's me, Mario. I oh, knew, that's I 100% knew you were going to pick that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's right in your wheelhouse. You got that. Let's go. <laughs> what about I... you, Mike? Okay, so no, go. let me go last. Okay, I oh. I I feel like of course I have to pick Arnie Bot. Yeah, oh, yeah for yes. sure. <laughs> Destiny. I mean, why wouldn't you want to be Arnie Bot? He's one of the best characters ever. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. Dustin. Um, you know, I was thinking about this one. I'm a really really bad actor. So, but this is voice acting. Voice acting. Oh hmm. my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's not it's not real acting. I I was trolling. I really that. <laughs> yeah. So I honestly, there's nothing that screams out. I'm, this is a pretty boring answer. I, I I honestly don't know. This is. Can I can I take a guess? Hmm. What's that? Are you are you gonna pick Sonic? Dude, yes, okay. Sonic. Oh, man, <laughs> yes, Sonic. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go fast. <laughs> I could I could redeem. I'll try and redeem the series for it's, the. Well, it's not possible. The so the weight is off your shoulders. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Since I'm a terrible Mike voice actor, just facts. add add to the crap right there. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the reason I want to go last is not because I have a phenomenal answer. I just have uh, I have a segment called Story Time. Uh, I know you told us not to go for twenty five minutes, but here's a fun story. <laughs> but here's twenty five minutes. minutes. So Adam sent me this email of of like what Twitter questions you know might be, and and this was one of them. And, and so I was thinking about it, and at some point I wrote a note down. And then, because I, I was really busy, I didn't have time to put any context to this note. And so I opened my phone later on today, and all I had was, in quotations, pontificating Dracula. And I had no idea what it meant. But but it came back to me as we started to talk about this. So Is this like in Castlevania game? Yeah, or? yeah. So, okay. so what I thought oh, was, amazing. like, if I could voice act a character, what I would probably do is go the dust around. Like, what what already had kind of bad or really bad voice acting where like I can't really go worse. I mean, I guess maybe I could, but no one would care because they already knew it's bad. So um, like my first thought was like maybe like Dracula or something from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Cause if you guys have played that game, 
um wow that opening is real special and you should definitely youtube it <laughs> if you've never seen it um and then uh i i had another note in here that uh immediately made sense which was uh in quotations jason the intermittently british kid <laughs> which <laughs> jason jason Jason, <laughs> it's heavy rain. It's heavy rain. Yeah, I was thinking of that. Like for anyone who is not confident in their voice acting skills, be in a David Cage game. Yeah, for real. Yeah, because true. if you suddenly go a little British or a little French or a little Boston, like it's fine. It, that tell. can be all the same character. Yeah, he can't tell. I want to be the FBI. Hear? I want to be the FBI agent from uh, Heavy Rain. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Which, uh, which uh, that's the origami killer. <laughs> well, that's not the FBI agent. That's that's the that's the police. No, no, it's the FBI. Uh, is it? No, 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 no. Uh, I thought. Yeah, yeah, FBI uh, guy. I don't. Well, it's the FBI oh, you know, they, guy. No, they both. Yeah, the you're right. They both, they both do it. Now that I think about it. Uh, <laughs> but Mike, can I can I hear a little bit of the intermittently British kid? Uh, gosh, I didn't I didn't prepare anything. Well, here I'll, I'll give you a scenario. You can just ad lib a couple okay. lines. All right. Uh, your father has just told you to do your homework. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do that one. No, I don't uh, want to, Father. I want to play Rotter. <laughs> I just the one scene that comes to mind was like I think they're in the mall. It's like that scene where they're okay, walking yeah. around and and he's just like poking around stores, like, "Oh, Daddy, can can we go do this? Can we do this, Daddy? Could I have a balloon?" And just like, <laughs> wait, what? What happened, Father? <laughs> right, and cheerio, Dad. I really want a Game Boy, but can I have a balloon? <laughs> Oh, father, I got to go to the loo. <laughs> Wait, Peter Vaughn used back again. <laughs> Could I feed the uh, birds? <laughs> Tuppence and die. <laughs> Tuppence and bag. Oh, this so, is a real dumb podcast. We're off the rails big time. Okay, so David Sneaky Kern writes. Oh, sneaky. Sneaky. Sne- sneaky Just old call Kern, sneaky. they call him. He says, with the release of James Bond Spectre, is there likely to be another Bond game? Usually they release the game just prior to the re- release of the movie, but I've not heard anything. Have they finally learned that if they cannot put out a GoldenEye reboot, then don't bother? <laughs> I sure hope I so. I hope so. <laughs> it seems like uh, movie tie-in games are They're like, on the decline, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're like, really dying out. Footage just leaked of a new... Um, they were working on a Jurassic World game. Uh, and that game apparently got canned because it was never announced and we never saw it. But now that there's footage that's leaked, people are like, why didn't we get it? Oh, it would have been so great. <laughs> no, it would not yeah, have been Yeah, you're, you're 100% terrible. right. It, it would have been bad. So, Ew. yeah. I That's a good sign to me that they were working on a Jurassic World game and it got canned because they were like, wait, what are we doing? This is ridiculous. Yeah, in, in, yeah if you notice, like all the all of the big movie tie-in uh, or licensed games, it seems, are just going to mobile now. Yeah, that's yeah. True. it's so much cheaper for them to do that. So yep. yeah, and they can make a crap ton of money off the uh, the old microtransaction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah all they, they need can, is they a way cash in. Yeah, they cash in on the name, and people are like, "Oh yeah, I like I like Jurassic World, or I like uh, <laughs> you know I like um, you know whatever uh, Age of Ultron or something." Yeah, let me let me tap on these little match threes, and you know, like, I don't know why every mobile game is a match three now, it or a Candy like, Crush clone, or, yeah, or an Infinite <laughs> Runner. <laughs> Or an infinite, oh, yeah. infinite runner, yeah. So, but yeah, as far as the James Bond Spectre, I feel like for a James Bond game, like if you remember, James Bond kind of went away for a little while back in the day, 
And then it came back. It came back with a vengeance with uh, Pierce Brosnan as Bond. Yeah. Right? And it was a big deal. That movie was a really big deal uh, when it came out. It, like as far as, especially for Bond fans. What so, year was that? Oh gosh, I don't know. I was in high like, school. I probably. feel like it was like '96 or something. Hold like on, that. Mm. I will IMDb and find out how. Yeah, so who's on the so money it was here. a it was a big deal. Um, it was like everyone was like, "Oh yeah, Bond is back," you know, and and all this because people had not really enjoyed the Timothy Dalton ones, even though I I really those are real good movies. Yeah. So anyway, though, so um, but yeah, that when when Goldeneye came out, it was this big deal, and then so when they made the tie-in game, which was still in its height, you know, at the time. And then it was actually a really great game. Um, you know, it had, it kind of introduced a whole generation of console players to multiplayer uh, oh, shooters, you know, and a like, lot of people's first, first person shooter. Yeah. So that was a huge deal in and of itself. But I feel like it wasn't just a GoldenEye game because there was like, you could unlock the classic Bonds and like Jaws and, and uh, Oddjob and like all these old Bond characters. It kind of became like, the definitive James Bond game. Yeah, it's true. And, and and you can unlock DK mode and make everyone look like Donkey Kong for yeah, some reason. Exactly. <laughs> so I I feel like it would almost need to be similar circumstances, you know? Like they'd have to bond we'd have to have this big event bond movie, kinda of, almost like the last one. Um, oh yeah. that came out. Uh what was that? Skyfall? Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall would have probably been a really good opportunity for the for a really amazing James Bond game, you know. But that's the thing. It has to be, it has to be really, really good. And it has to do a lot of things right. But also kind of be a definitive, you know, include all these cool Easter eggs for fans of the franchise kind of thing. So I feel like they're, we're probably not going to get another good bond game anytime soon, but that's, that's just me. I feel like a bond game would do well to not follow the plot of the latest bond film that came out. Like, uh, like what Adam's saying, I think that's great. Like do like an anthology episode. That that sounds or that would be really cool. Game, yeah, that would yeah, be awesome. I, yeah, I, just make a really good James Bond game. It doesn't necessarily have to be yeah a movie tie-in. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Goldeneye, uh, nineteen ninety-five. By the way, you're one year off. David. Oh, I was pretty, one year pretty off. darn close. I was, I was two you, years old when yeah. it came out. <laughs> two years okay, old. well I'm I'm rolled. Thanks hey, for that, uh, guys. Sorry. I think it's time to throw in the towel. We're old. <laughs> well, old and washed up. I think I was fifteen. <laughs> so, I'm retiring. I was playing yeah, Chrono so, Trigger when you were two years old. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You can be like, I was playing Chrono Trigger when you were in Pampers, son. <laughs> well, gosh, oh, I, I hope not at two years old. <laughs> I mean, that's well, possible. Well, pull ups, it's possible. Pull-ups. Oh, not yeah, sure. I have to ask my mom about that. <laughs> See what my no, I I did check with Dustin's mom. Um, and he and was a late bloomer. He, he yeah, was a late bloomer. No, <laughs> <laughs> he had some potty problems. Yeah, you know. So anyway, ramen hime. I I'm assuming that's how you say it. Ramen hime, or it maybe it's maybe it's ramenheim. Ramenheim. Like, it's yeah. It's, it could either be some sort of ramen princess or the most German name. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Or stop, ramenheim. <laughs> you know, like, like it's an MC Hammer. Uh, yes, oh, that's the I'm one. Sh- I'm that's sure it. that's it. Okay, so Ramenheim writes, um, "Hey, I was talking to a coworker, and he said he felt a bit strange playing as a female avatar in the new Call of Duty. He really likes the tank girl. I asked why because I thought it was strange, and he thought the diff. Oh, and what he thought the difference was between that and a girl slash non dude gamer playing as a male avatar, and he said he couldn't really explain." What do you guys think? Is it just a difference in exposure or something else? Looking forward to your guys' uh, new podcast. I think oh, well, it's just you. new. I think it's just new for him. Like, uh, girl, like I feel like uh, 
non-male gamers are more used to playing non-female characters because like every video game character has been male or at least a predominant amount of them have been. Um, so like, and, but also you can't have the perspective of that other gendered person because, um, you, if you're a male, you know, you don't know what it's like to play as a male character as a female <laughs> or, so, a non, okay. or a non male either. I a hundred percent get what you're saying, David, but you were saying it in the most confusing way. Possible. I know. <laughs> well, my brain so is like any non males who play as a non female, <laughs> Are gonna have an inherently. Well, difficult I was actually time. trying to be inclusive to you know people All, that maybe don't relate to either. I don't know. I let's say <laughs> male and female just to keep it so we can understand it. Okay. So, well, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I think the easy the easy thing to say is like up until recently, like ninety nine percent of the the time, you didn't have a choice. You were gonna play as a dude. Like yeah, regardless yeah, exactly. of your background, you were gonna play a male character because that's the only character they let you choose from. And I think I think maybe girls got a little bit used to it, but they've they've always wanted to play as at least all the ones I know have wanted Don't to play as Don't speak for them, girls. David. That's rude. <laughs> like I remember my sister, even when we were like when I would play games and she would like, you know, w- grab the controller for a few minutes and hang out with me, she would be like, "Can I be a girl?" And, you know, so uh, like Super Mario Brothers 2, she loved playing that game because she could be Princess Toadstool. Oh, yeah. And, and that starts, that, I mean, that's all the way back. Like my daughter, she's she's six and she will always pick the girl character, you know, and that yeah. it makes sense because that's the one you identify with. So I, I feel like the first time I, I really played a game outside of maybe Metroid, um, the f- but you didn't know it was a girl the whole yeah, time, <laughs> you know, it was like this, this Trojan horse. But yeah, like I, the original Tomb Raider in the 90s, you know, like I played, you play as Lara Croft. She's very clearly female, non-male. The <laughs> they tried whole time. really hard to make sure we could tell that she was a female. And here me as a as a non-female, I'm playing as this non-male character. <laughs> and and, it was, and that was a little weird that first time. I feel now, like maybe but, we should just class these as gender A and gender B. <laughs> and and gender Just to C. make sure we're getting real confusing. <laughs> so anyway, so here I am gender A playing as gender B. And, um, and yeah, it was a little weird, you know, back in the day, but I got over it. I had a great time with the game. I played Tomb Raider 2, Tomb Raider 3. Then I I think it was garbage after that, but I gotta say, (laughs) I I enjoyed myself because it's this different perspective, you know, and and you, there is this detachment. You're almost like, I don't know there. So, but I, I think she's absolutely right. Um, uh, Ramenheim when she says that. Um, you know, it's an exposure thing because yeah, girls have had to put up with it for years and years if they play video games and guys, not as much. Now that said, I, I still think a, like a ton uh, probably the majority of games still have male protagonists, you know? So playing as a female is always kind of a nice change of pace. Um, so given a choice, I usually will pick a female character, um, just because it's different, you know? Yeah. My like, fallout Four character is a female. Yeah. Her like name and, is Veronica. Yeah, so that, I mean, as an example, our, our good pal Cinco Two Zero, he was wondering if we were planning to go male or female in Fallout 4. Oh, female, for um, sure. Yeah. I just answered his question. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, well, if you watch the Conan O'Brien Clueless Gamer, um, that dude's blue pants are far too tight for me to want to play as a male <laughs> character. <laughs> so, I just, I don't know. For me, it's like, like I'm, I'm definitely, like I said, Love and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, there's, there is something different about playing with a female character, but it's a good different. Well, yeah. And I and honestly, I think it just boils down to 
uh, you just it just takes a little while to get used to it. But then you do get used to it. I think yeah. that's all it is. And I think something to keep in mind also is just that just because you're playing a either a first person shooter or just any game in general, I don't always think of like, oh, this is me playing as this character. Do you know what I mean? Like when oh, I true. when I played Bloodborne, I was a female and I almost like created the story in my brain of who she was and what her journey was about. So it wasn't necessarily like, oh, this is me playing as a girl. You know, it was yeah. I'm seeing the story of this woman play out. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. I, Be a little creative. I want hundred percent play it as a female in every game whenever it's possible. Mostly because it makes me feel pretty. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pretty Mike. Pretty Mike. And also because so, there's a really yeah. darn good chance that um it's gonna be voice acted by like someone like Jennifer Hale or um like Laura Bailey and like they're phenomenal. So Yeah, I mean Mass Effect is a great example. Like the uh Femshep Jennifer Hale is such a better voice actor than uh what's his name who played uh, Male Mark Mears? I think. Dude Dude Bro Shep is yeah, yeah, definitely not. Shep, he's thing. he's the he's the inferior shepherd and we yeah. all know it. So all right community question for this episode with fallout 4 rise of the tomb raider star wars battlefront all these other games people still playing metal gear solid 5 and batman and the witcher who else is swamped and with what so mario writes in he says i'm still enjoying assassin's creed syndicate and metal gear solid 5 fallout's release tomorrow doesn't help yeah. uh <laughs> writes mad max and trophy hunting other games got me working 20 hour days Wow. <laughs> uh Ruben says I was I was already an irresponsible adult so I don't have to feel as bad. <laughs> JK and a tongue sticky outy face. Oh man. Yeah, he's getting real playful He's pulling here. out all the stuff. <laughs> he's <getting laughs> but real I'm really, playful. <laughs> but I'm really excited about my first Fallout game. So he's he's diving into Fallout 4. Woo. Tom Titus Hughes, friend of the show. Friend he of says, the show. I'm swamped with Fallout, Tales of Z- Zestiria. Uncharted, The Order, Witcher, Evil Within, Destiny, Metal Gear, etc., etc. Oh my! So he's gosh. definitely he's like in the same boat that I'm in. Uh, Russell says, "Who isn't swamped? Sure beats having nothing to play. I got. I'm gonna backlog everything for Fallout Four. Can't wait. Yep. Um, David Sneaky, Sneaky David Kern, they call him. Sneaky. I'm swamped. NFS 2015." specifically the rap i guess that's that's need for speed you guys mm-hmm. for those who don't know oh specifically the rap editor waiting for rainbow six siege 2 he said he spent like three four hours wrapping a car making it look super awesome oh i thought maybe mm. it was like you could design your own custom raps that played while you were racing <laughs> <laughs> only no, just Ella could only My just Ella could pull that and off i'm here to say i like to rap about cars in a major way no, wow. no more. Oh You're not allowed to rap again. Man, remember I'm when sorry. you used to want to try to get I, me to rap? <laughs> I know. I, I asked for it. I I deserved what I got. Yep. Never but... again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> so Please. I'm not I'm not gangsta then. Li- Adam Redding handing down the lifetime rap bands. I, I live but I, guys I live in the hood. He does live in the hood. He's got the Brooklyn. street cred, but yeah, just yeah but you're just have... gentrifying. It's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Philippe says, took a break from AC since Fallout is out. I'll play Battlefront when my squad is online. 
Otherwise, only Fallout 4 until 2016. So he's he's swearing wow. off everything else for Fallout. I, I find this, this is a common theme. And then Moof, our good pal Moof, he says, I'm still obsessed with Arkham Knight. He doesn't care about nothing. Wow. He's the, he's the bat. I wonder if he's playing it on PC because it just kind of got playable recently on that. Then that would explain it. Like I, I, I work with a couple guys. I don't know that that's true. It got more oh. playable, but it's, I don't know if I'd still say that's the way to go. Well, I, I have a couple guys that bought it on PC that I work with and they are just now playing it because they couldn't until now. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys, Audible is offering the listeners of this podcast a free audiobook of their choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's fun and easy. And good to do. And good, I, and good to, to and do. I just wanted to, to say do. it <laughs> I really wanted to say it too, Mike. Our super guest friend here, Dustin, recommends the sci-fi classic Ender's Game by Orson oh, Scott so Card. Good. And How's the audiobook for that? Have you listened to it? Uh, truthfully, I haven't, but I'm sure oh, that okay. it's great. I'm sure it's better than reading. It. Everything on Audible is great. <laughs> I've, I've used the service and it's awesome. But yeah, Ender's Game is awesome and the movie totally sucks. So, so don't <laughs> oh, watch no. the movie. Oh, this I'm isn't... trying to, I got to get the word out there, you know, read the book or read the or book. listen yeah. to the book. Or you know, Harrison book. Ford couldn't save that or movie. No, read yeah. the novelization of the movie. Oh, how about that? <laughs> no, how about that? don't do what that. I, that doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> you can check that out on audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. That's audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. There was madness in any direction. All right, you guys, topics. We, we made it, I think. Who who wants to go first? My name is David Adam. Here <laughs> no, to say, <laughs> okay, you've been disqualified in a major way. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to happen yeah. every time. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one time we had a real rapper on the show, Mega Ran? Yeah, he would have been so ashamed, or maybe he would have been proud of me for being who I am in my uh, rapping. Skills. Maybe he, if I had Did known you'd have you? these kind of freestyles, I would have made you guys actually do the rap battle. <laughs> all right so who wants to go first uh i mean i can go for i feel like my topic's actually going to go pretty quickly okay so maybe i should go first so we can see if we can do all four of our topics oh heavens oh heavens all right go for it all right so here's my topic you guys ready yeah why is fallout 4 so awesome because it's fallout 3 but prettier graphics and big and (laughs) new (laughs) <laughs> well, I wouldn't I wouldn't know because I've never played Fallout 3. Uh but I can tell you why I think it is, but if you guys would like to answer having not played it, uh by all means. No, you go for it. You well, guys actually, you, Dustin you, you and Dustin. It. Uh, yeah, you and, okay. you and Dustin will have to take this one. So I already explained my answer earlier about the the subtle storytelling, but I have a totally different answer that I can shoot out real quick it's so like i was lying earlier yeah that was not what so makes that it your good. lies are out of the way what's the well, real no no story? no it's not a lie it's in addition it's in addition to why it's in great addition oh, to- yes. omitting the truth is also a lie i just want to make sure no, the kids right. know right. okay so one of the reasons why fallout slash bethesda games are great is that you can also create your own stories uh yeah. through the different characters um so one thing that <laughs> Which, i did this I'm is sorry, horrible I'm, i hate to interrupt but um david 
you sound so disingenuous every time you agree because you're always like, yeah. It's such a bad habit. Wow. <laughs> it, it's you know, you know what it is? If you've ever it's listened to the sarcasm. artist... If you ever listen to the artist St. Vincent, she's got a song where she says, yeah, all the uh-huh. time. In it. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And that's basically what I'm doing, I, but not on purpose. Yeah, okay. Well, that's that's a terrible, <laughs> terrible artist choice. Um, let's oh, go ahead I, and back to Dustin. I don't purpose. want to be rude. Stop being rude. Let's get back oh, to Dustin. Oh, oh, You're okay, being yeah. rude. <laughs> yeah, David. Okay, this is going to get... David? <laughs> what? Yeah, you rude man. What are you talking You rudo. About? Mike is the one if that he, just said guys, Saint Vincent is out, was a bad you guys out of are hand. both being very rude to our guests. Saint Vincent is awful. Um, Let's move on. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Okay. So this is going to get a little weird, so bear with me. So Okay. And this spoiler free. There's no story there's no, no story elements here. But Since I was 93. Yes. But you're I was born. So uh Whoa. Oh my gosh, don't just don't do that. <laughs> Okay, so in Fallout, there was this this hobo guy that I found, and he asked me for some Nuka Cola, so I gave it to him, and okay. he befriended me, and I said, "Hey, why don't you come hang out in one of my settlements?" And I can already tell you, I'm a big fan of games that let me befriend hobos. Yes, <laughs> I'm well, right into the story right now. <laughs> the problem is, I sent him to the wrong settlement, and there's no one Uh-oh. there, so he lives there alone. And so, uh, well, I, can I mean, still, he's a hobo. That's that's true. <laughs> so I decided to make things inter- really interesting for him. And you can trade with him and you can force them to equip different clothing. So I had a pretty red dress that he wears. <laughs> All right. I like where this story goes. Uh, so the red dress, when you equip it, it comes with heels. Um, oh my gosh! Naturally, he's gonna naturally. be the prettiest hobo. So yeah, he he lives alone at the Red Rocket Station, and he wears a dress. There's no food there, no water, and uh, you know he just hangs around there. I can't I can't tell him to go anywhere else. He's just he's just stuck there. So uh, he's the queen of the of the gas station. Oh my oh, gosh, Dustin and. Can you- uh, can you post a picture of this hobo? Yeah, uh, yeah. I sent a picture uh, to Brandon earlier, the the uh, guy man, on no. on my podcast. So I will but, uh, I will send that along. Tweet it, tweet it on Monday. Yeah. So I I will do that, and it's uh every you know I go in to check in on him, make sure he's he's doing all right, um, make sure he's still gorgeous. You know, I had a sailor hat that I was going to give to him so he could he could oh, just uh, nice. to completely the ensemble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm done. That's it. Yeah. So I think. A fallout for colon the prettiest hobo really <laughs> is shining because it's 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 just that time of the year the prettiest hobo sounds like a christmas film it totally sounds like or maybe maybe a uh pretty woman-esque kind of movie yeah, yeah, also yeah. pretty hobo <laughs> pretty <laughs> hobo <laughs> uh, so here let me let me tell you a couple things about why i think fallout 4 is such a great game okay um so the day that Fallout 4 came out, all of a sudden, my YouTube feed was flooded. It was completely flooded with uh, videos of people creating characters. Like, wow. like the, I don't know what they did. They, they kind of borrowed a little bit from The Sims 4, which I think has one of the best uh, character creation engines so far in a game. Um, and, and they actually kind of took what, what Sims 4 did. And they, I mean, they only took the face stuff, but it is just possible to make basically any face. That's um, awesome. And what's cool, this is, so this is like a nice little touch. Um, and we're getting really nitty gritty here, but um, uh, 
so you've got a husband and a wife together like in in the bathroom together like getting ready for the day or whatever that's kind of the context for making your character and then um so your your significant other is like kind of standing over your shoulder waiting for the mirror and she'll like comment on stuff you're doing to your face while you're doing it <laughs> and it's just it's just fun there's just something fun like you change your lips and she's like there are the lips I I love so much or, you know, like just, <laughs> or I think Sean has your eyes or, you know, something like, like that's yeah. one of their kids. And, uh, and, uh, so, um, it, it's just fun. And so you see these streamers making these like most hideous, ridiculous, <laughs> ugly characters ever. And then, and then like, you know, the character will say, Oh my good, strong jaw. And they had just completely <laughs> removed the jaw. So, so that, is, that in itself is just super fun. It's like making a Quincy in PlayStation Home. You remember that? No. What's a Quincy? Okay. A Quincy is you would make a really hideous character, just like the worst, tallest, fattest, you know, the worst. <laughs> and they call and, it a Quincy. And then you call that a Quincy. And then you make like a really attractive female character because oh. even in PlayStation Home, it was just like a huge sausage fest in there. Uh-huh. So, because for the majority of them, you know, they were making you know, male characters. Whatever. And they so just anyway, ate sausage all the time. And tons of sausage. Yeah, okay. It was like an Oktoberfest kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so oh, anyway, nice. Um, so you go out there with your attractive girl character and all these dudes start <laughs> like dancing near you and trying to t- chat with you with their little like, <laughs> keyboards and stuff. And then it, you, so you start dancing back like, yeah, hey, how's it going, boys? And then you switch to your Quincy <laughs> mid-dance and everyone gets so freaked out because they want to believe the illusion that yeah. they're actually talking to a really attractive girl. Yeah. Like I found her, I found her. <laughs> you know? She was the I one. found my wife. I, she was the one. I found my wife on my PlayStation Home, and then nope, it was Quincy. That's so. amazing. <laughs> um, oh, catfishing people—it's the best. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so Fallout Four makes the character customization options fun. So yeah. Anyway, I don't know. It's so that's awesome. It's just it's super immersive. It's a pretty open world. Um, the, the, actually the shooting is really good. I don't know what the shooting was like in fallout three, but I remember it was hearing, not as good. Yeah. I was hearing, you know, it wasn't really a shooter. You always wanted to go into the stop time mode and yeah, the vets that and that's still there. And that's really cool too. Actually, like there's a little meter now that, uh, so you can either run. So running is new too. Also, I, I'm led to believe. Um, so you can either run and that drains your meter down or you can go into the time stop shooting mode and that's, that drains that same meter down. Um, so that way you can't like run, take a pot shot, run, take, you know, use your, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it sounds uh, like, I mean, just in everything you're saying, it's like the the attention to detail, I think is what makes fallout exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Like it's very immersive, um, finding like old, houses and stuff that people have lived in like dustin said you see find these little stories uh and and i mean and like dustin also said i'm just stealing it dustin you've said everything i've wanted to say Jeez. so uh yeah. thanks a lot dustin <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like that whole skyrim you know discoverability is there like yeah you can go out and chase a quest that you're doing or you can just kind of wander out into the wasteland and like come across you know, oh, what's the satellite dish on the horizon? Let's go see what's let's go see what that's all about. 
maybe I'll find up a, there. Maybe I'll find a pretty hobo there. <laughs> maybe I'll find, <laughs> he could be maybe there. I'll find the prettiest hobo. I can uh, tell you, that's what I'm most excited about now. I'm just going to, I'm going to use Fallout 4 as my opportunity to make the hobo utopia of my dreams. Well, <laughs> hobo I think it's called a, a, yeah, a hobotopia. <laughs> Anyone in your settlement, you can dress up. So you could, you could have an oh army of cross-dressers <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be the best sea captains or whatever well, you want to do because oh. back back in the day uh adam and i i don't i don't know what's what kind of spurned it but we kind of got obsessed with hobos possibly because <laughs> because they have like the best names you get like a name and a title on the one best name and yeah yeah and what well, well, <laughs> remember what was the what was the book we were writing it was like moped murphy saw good uh, solid gold sob stories yeah <laughs> yeah it was to be debuted at hobocon it was but uh in, which takes place in hoboken new jersey i don't know if oh you knew. that is brilliant yeah, it is. <laughs> so i'm just gonna make a, a town full of moped murphys and Southside jakes and tin can tillies <laughs> it's, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be real good uh it's gonna be awesome so uh, to so wrap yeah, it up to, to wrap, wrap it, up. it up uh i don't know fallout 4 is just one of those games you can get lost in um, it's not like Destiny where it's like an artificial amount of things to do that's like time gated. It's mm. just with Fallout 4, there's just literally so much to do. And by the way, I love Destiny. I'm not trashing it there. Um, but it's just one of those games that's like, I don't know. It's 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 just like it can be as all encompassing as you want it to be. Um, and this is actually a little bit of a, a detraction of, of how my enjoyment of the game. This is the thing I wanted to say earlier. Um it's one of it is fair warning. It is one of those games where if you only have like an hour to play and you sit down to play it, you're probably not going to get anything done in Don't that bother. hour. <laughs> uh, I mean, no bother. It's fun. You know, you can Don't maybe bother is what you're saying. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. Waste of time. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Back of the box uh, quote from David. Waste of time. No. Um, <laughs> uh, man, you've totally derailed my brain. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, you you were put, you were bringing us home. You were putting a bow on it. Um, it, it basically, if you only have an hour to spend, you can like maybe like tweak your your home front or whatever. But this is just a game I can see myself playing for like like with Skyrim. I played like two hundred hours of that game, and I can see myself doing that with Fallout Four. And and to me, that makes a good game. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my name is David Tate. And I approve All right. Fallout 4, Fallout 4 <laughs> so, America's so Mike, next top hobo. <laughs> so speaking of hobos, Mike, your topic, good sir. Yeah, so speaking of hobos, I kind of want to uh, see where you guys came down on the used game market. Mm. Speaking of hobos. <laughs> so this is this is a safe space. I'm not here to judge. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. very curious, though, to find out, like, do you guys still purchase used games? Do you do trade-ins, like... How does nope. that work? Um, now, I don't do it really at all. One, because I buy mostly digital whenever I can, and there's no trading on that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Like, I, I don't want to judge people's decisions. I know, like, there's plenty of completely legitimate reasons people trade in games and buy used games. Um, maybe working on a budget. Maybe you're a gaming hobo. I don't know. <laughs> I personally don't. I um I always kind of just felt like, well, you know, the once I kind of like it just clicked in my head like, oh, if you buy used, like none of that money gets to the developer or the publisher and therefore doesn't really contribute to the industry and so 
um, you may not get as many great games if uh, everyone's buying used, obviously. But yeah, so but of course, if I if I you know that that's not gonna it's not gonna the entire industry is not gonna derail because some people buy used. So I'm just yeah, yeah, where so, do you guys fall on I mean, this? Yeah, so used games. I feel like they'll eventually go away because everything will probably be like steam in the future. We'll, we'll go all digital and that'll be it. But, but I got to say while they still exist, I mean, you got to take advantage of the cruel ironies of life. So you have <laughs> when you're young, right? When you're like Dustin, you're, you're a young, a young man, young lad. A strapping lad. <laughs> yeah. When you're young, I mean, well, I won't say like Dustin cause he has money to buy games obviously. But when I was young, I, I had no money. <laughs> But I had lots of time. And it was just the cruel irony, right? Yes. Yeah, and then now that I'm old, I'm an old man of thirty-four years. I have so old. I have money to buy games and no time to play them. So oh, yeah, so man, it's, that is I that is cruel irony. That's that's how it goes. So I say if you're young and you have no money and all you can afford is like, you know, you're you're scrap you're stealing money out of wishing wells and stuff, and you're you can scrounge up enough to get a used copy of a game. You embrace it because that's the one time in your life you have plenty of time to play all the games. Like I was, I was, I got into a little conversation with Just Illa. He's a young man as well, mm-hmm. and he he was talking about how open world games fear him because he's he has plenty of time on his hands. He's like hundred percented uh, Metal Gear and hundred wow. percent of The Witcher, and now he's playing Fallout. And it's like, yeah, I, I couldn't hope. <laughs> I mean, it'll take me months and months to get through any one of those. So. Yeah, I mean, I say if you're young, go for it. If you if you don't have the money, but you know, as you get older and you have money for it, yeah, help support the industry. Buy new. You yeah, know? I no, it's funny. I have a completely different perspective on this. Um, so I used to love used games. I used to buy them without reservation. We all did. Not because not because I didn't care about the developers, because I knew GameStop was giving money for like exclusive content and stuff. Like, GameStop gives money to developers to develop exclusive stuff for their game. Yeah, but that's... Yeah, but it's... It it is... Yeah, it is to get them to develop exclusive DLC, which is also a cancer in the industry. (laughs) Well, yeah, Yeah, no, I I know. I understand that. But let let me get back to my point really quick. Um, So... You know, like like you were saying, but some a couple people buying used games is not going to destroy the industry. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's not the reason I stopped. The reason I stopped is because I feel like GameStop killed their own used market. So, you know, back back you know when used games were brand new, they you know you would get a pretty good discount. You'd get like yeah. maybe twenty dollars off. Ten, you know, sometimes if it was a new game, like oh ten dollars off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like buying a used copy. Now, almost 100% of the time, used games are only $5 cheaper than the non-used version of that it's, game. It's so yeah. true. There's almost no point to That's it. That's true. There, there's no... You save $5, you can get a better sale if you wait two weeks and buy it on Amazon. Yeah. Brand new. <laughs> so, they killed it. Like, I, I have no interest... And, and also, when you, when you sell games to GameStop, you know, every now and then they have, like, special deals. But most of the time, you'll get, like, $10 or $5... So like they're marking up like they it's ridiculous how much they've marked up these these used games. And so I refuse to buy them because of how ridiculous that is. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree. It's not it's not worth it. And like I said earlier, I'm a like total deal hunter. So I can almost always get the game new for cheaper than buying it used. Even if you just just look around, I got got Fallout 4 for forty eight dollars the day it came out. 
So yeah. Oh, on PC though. Yeah, on PC, but that, I mean, it's still sixty dollars on PC for most it, people. It doesn't count. Yeah, there's no trophies. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> there's well, no trophies. There's, there's Steam achievements. There's, those are those are not even. That's not even like a poor man's trophy. Yeah, but to Dustin's point, no, it's a rich point, man's trophy. To Dustin's point, though, yeah, like uh, I think I waited six weeks and I got the order brand new for thirty bucks. So yeah. I mean, you know, it's like if you watch for them, you watch those deals. You can find, you can pretty much find any, I mean, unless it's like Grand Theft Auto 5, which is still expensive for some reason. Well, it still sells. Um, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Like I guess crazy. for some reason. Yeah. People were buying yeah. it. That's the reason. But yeah, the, you know. Yeah. yeah it, it, with the exception of games like that. Yeah. A lot of times just a, a month or two later, it's, it's way cheaper. Yeah. And there's a lot of great resources on the internet for finding deals. Like uh, Reddit has the uh, PS4 deals subreddit. Mm-hmm. I'm on that all mm-hmm. the time. And uh, just a bunch of awesome websites that you can find to uh, yeah. to stack up them deals. Yeah, stack up them deals. Like now, also, I'm a big fan of uh, I'm a big fan of Kinja deals. It's a it's an offshoot oh, of yeah. Kotaku. Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, every day they they list all the best video game deals that they've found, which is pretty super helpful. So you guys are saying that hobos are actually buying new these days? If, I think when they so. can definitely. Now <laughs> I have a small tiny rant that's related to this. Okay. So, have you ever got? Have you ever walked into a GameStop and went? Dustin's like, I used to be a hobo. Enough of this. Okay. Yeah. Um, Don't correct. I have never walked into a GameStop that didn't smell funny. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Mike, that's your own topic. So, (laughs) I have you ever tried to buy a new game at GameStop, and they look on their shelf and they're like, "Oh, hold on a sec," and they real you they get the case from that's on display mm-hmm. and they have the game the little paper sleeve and they put it in there yep and they sell it to you like it's a new copy that oh, yeah. bugs the crap out of me shenanigans to the point where if they try and sell me that i'm like mm, no i'm i'm just gonna go somewhere else like if they if the game's already open it's it's used you know what i mean yeah it's it Lord it's knows not, what they were though. doing with it it's but they'll they'll sell it to you for a new price Rico was rubbing that disc all over his body in the back. Exactly. <laughs> I having worked. I see. I used to participate in that. Uh, the reason, <laughs> yeah. no, the, in the yes, disc rubbing, or he just rub games all over his body <laughs> no. all day long. No. And then he go no. trade him in, and he just giggled to himself. He's like, "You don't know where that's been. No. It's been everywhere." Oh gosh. No, it's I used to work everywhere. at a GameStop. Or I'm sorry, I used to work at a software, etc. <laughs> and we would open, we would open new games and keep the discs uh, in a secure locker. Secure locker, is that what you call it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dang it, you guys. I'm trying to make a point here. I could just rap some more. You guys want me to rap some more? No, okay, continue. Continue. Okay. Sorry. Um, um, so the reason we did that it was to prevent theft. Because mm-hmm. theft was a real issue. People would just walk up, take the game off the shelf, and leave the leave the store scoundrels yeah so that's the reason they did it i mean it, it is kind of a, a well, bummer i understand but, why they do it but if they open it then they should sell it for a used price you know what i mean but then i know i know i i, I like I opening that i like taking the plastic off you can smell the new box case it's, it's, mm, a, it's a nice mm. experience you know and that's that's why they took that away from the, me uh, a lot of the stores <laughs> nowadays Where you shrink wrap it no, in, instead of even opening that that box, they'll they'll just keep around their old generic boxes and like print out like a low risk copy oh, of the true. cover they art and then slip it into there. <laughs> it looks real bad. Uh, yeah, 
but no, I mean, I, I also work in games retail, so I, I hear what David's saying. Like, yeah, you would you'd open it, you'd store the game disc away so that people couldn't steal it, but also so that when David came in for a shift, he could just just rub them everywhere. Rub it down. <laughs> My name like is David, and I'm here to say <laughs> I don't do gross stuff like Mike say. <laughs> oh, I like that. That was good. That was all right. Freestyling, man. Good save. David Freestyle and Tate, they that was And that was my topic. <laughs> All right. Nice, nice one. I like it. I like it. So, okay. We talked a little bit last time about PlayStation VR showing at Paris Games Week, um, which I think was pretty impressive. Um, and the uh, for me, the big question mark hanging over PSVR and Oculus at this point is how do you get it you know, in front of enough people? How do you get enough people to try it so the device catches on in a meaningful way? Um so yeah, I mean, how do, how do they get their goggles into the hearts and onto the faces of the masses to really sell them on it? Well, I mean, they could sell it for like a hundred bucks and people would buy it like, <laughs> like hotcakes. <laughs> well, but that's not okay, realistic. So, so yeah, we know it's probably going to cost more like 300 or 400 or five or 600 or 700 thousand. or $800. So, <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> real expensive. No, I mean, it, it's. I would guess though, probably between you know two fifty and four hundred dollars. You know, fair. so, um, you know, so, and everyone kind of talks about this. Like you hear people who've tried them at, at trade shows. I mean, soon Dustin will try it at PSX. Mm. So that'll be awesome. Hopefully, as long as um, they have enough of them, that don't have yeah, to wait they have enough forever. Exactly. So I mean, but everyone talks about like finally, quote unquote, getting VR once they tried it, and so I feel like that is like a must, you know, you can't, you can't just have a, maybe one in, in a GameStop that smells like an armpit oh, um, man. and, you know, people putting their sticky faces and into David it, you just, know, just like, rubbing it all over just his body. Rubbing it oh all over. Gosh, David, <laughs> stop. People have to share that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, in I the have secure- nothing to say to you, Mike. <laughs> all right. So yeah, but as I was at, um, Six Flags, as I mentioned earlier, playing that Street Fighter Five, I started thinking to myself, this is the actually the perfect venue to set up something like this. Like you get one of those little trailers or, you know, kiosks, what have you. Um, and you get, you know, five or six of these babies and people can just kind of stroll in and out all day long. And there's a new crowd there every single day, you know, from all over the country. And people could really get it on their faces and, and experience it, you know, in, in mass, you know? And I feel like that would be, I mean, that that kind of solves the problem of getting it in front of a lot of people to where the word of mouth can start. Uh-huh. But I, I was curious if you guys have any ideas of, of, of ways that this could be, you know, marketed, pushed out there to where people will actually care about it. Now, real quick, before, before anyone answers, has, has it, who here has tried VR before? Has any anyone VR here? or just any virtual boy? Okay. Just virtual, just virtual boy. boy. Yeah, okay. just virtual boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. And interesting. I lost a lot of blood through my eyeballs. Yeah. I mean, basically, it, it takes the blood from your eye <laughs> to create an image. To create that red color on the <laughs> yeah. screen. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's how that worked. Yeah, so it's a little different now. It has matured. Mm. The <laughs> technology has been doing a lot of maturing. Mm. A lot, a lot of maturation. Interesting. Yeah, Virtual Boy <laughs> came out before I was born, so you know. Yeah, Actually, no, that might not be true. Stop it. What year was no, Virtual no, Boy? No, no, Virtual. Uh, Virtual Boy. Yeah, you were you were a toddler, a, little, a wee lad. Yeah, I w- I've been doing VR since you and Pampas. Mm, <laughs> so, 
Um, I don't. If, did someone want to go first? Or I, I had, I had you, some you thoughts. Go for it, man. Super, super guest friend. You do this. Okay, so you've heard it a million times, but it really is true that there is the the moment when you try VR that it changes your your thoughts on it completely. Um, I was lucky enough to try it uh, on my honeymoon because uh, Ooh, my whoa. wife and I went to Comic Con in New York City. Oh, that's so awesome. they had a how to train your dragon booth that uh, you like sat on this saddle and you put on an Oculus Rift and the um, the harness actually was a controller and you could fly a dragon around. Oh, um, that's really cool. And it was it was and everything people have said about how it's so immersive and amazing is all totally true. Um, did they blow your hair back with a fan? Yes, they did. They totally <laughs> oh, did. That's so great. Yeah, it was so cool. Um <laughs> And it, it seriously was so immersive to the fact that um, I was in this, you know, huge hall at Comic-Con, but I put that on for maybe three to four minutes. And when I took the headset off, I was like, oh, yeah, here I am, you know, in this giant Comic-Con hall. <laughs> it was that wow, that's crazy. crazy. So I think, like you said, um, like bringing in, bringing in the truck, to, whether it's to a place like Six Flags or the mall or something like that. Um, and just getting people to try it is going to be really, really essential to this taking off. Yeah. The mall, the mall idea actually is, is great because that, that actually reminds me of how Sega uh, marketed the Genesis back in the early nineties, you know, like at Nintendo was the King, you know, and they had to do something. So they set up, you know, huge booths at malls everywhere around the country. And, um, you know, and, and people could get their hands on Sonic and, and be like, oh, well, Sonic's so fast blast and awesome processing. and Mario and Mario's lame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at this blast processing. It's <laughs> off the chain, you know, <laughs> I don't think they said off the chain in the 90s, but if they did, they would have about Sonic. Yeah, it's totally tubular. <laughs> That's like the 80s. I don't know what they said in the 90s. What they said in the 90s? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's really bad. No, <laughs> that's probably that's not. Badical. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, so, so yeah, I was actually thinking along the lines of the Sega marketing campaign from the '90s as well. Um, what if they like got a truck that they could just like load up with a bunch of uh, headsets yeah. and just kind of like tour neighborhoods? Well, like they do have that. So they have the the PlayStation Experience, which is like one of those huge like RV systems that they can mm-hmm. take to a location, oh. pop it open and people can come like play games and, and do all that kind of cool stuff. So I, well, I really feel like go. there's a very strong chance that we're going to see them doing that. At least I certainly hope so. And then yeah. and it's, it's, it's not a cheap thing for Sony no. to do though. So it's, it's definitely something they will have to invest a lot of money in. Um, so that's another factor, you know, like how much can they really afford to dump into this VR thing. It has to be like this all in effort, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's true. Well, and I think the other promising thing is that with what we've seen from other launches from Sony, like the PlayStation move is that they need to get the games right at launch. And, um, from all the stuff we've seen from like the Paris games week and stuff like that, it seems like they really are gearing things up to have like, Hey, you know, we have actual games and not just this you know, weird tennis game that, you know, the, the, the crap that came with the PlayStation move, it's not going to be like that with, we've seen with stuff like rigs and, um, potentially that London heist demo becoming a, you know, more of a full fledged game and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So, so just to, to put a bow on it, 
um, it's hopeless and it's all going to crash and burn. And Ma- make it a, Sony make it will a be ruined. Hobo. <laughs> <laughs> as long, yeah, if there's a VR demo of a pretty hobo, then I'm sorry. I think, I think I'm in. <laughs> so Dustin, let's, let's hit your topic real oh. quick. I know we're over, we're at 90 minutes. Let's do this. Okay, We can do it real quick. Uh, let's do I'm this. I'm just going to read. If I try and not read what I already wrote, then it's going to be a mess. Okay. <laughs> so right. back in the PlayStation three era, we, there was tons of awesome AAA PlayStation Plus games, right? There was Uncharted yeah. 3, Bioshock Infinite, XCOM, Borderlands 2, tons of awesome stuff, like actual retail games. Um, but with the PS4, there's been very few retail-type AAA games in the lineup. Um, Almost none. Yeah, and I was thinking about this, and the only ones I could think of was uh, Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes, which is already kind of gimped, being it's mainly just a glorified demo. Yeah, was, yeah basically. And uh, Injustice, the uh, the DC fighting game. Um, so we've gotten, and there was that infamous what was it first? Light oh, first or light, yeah, which is is just mainly more of a DLC. That was yeah. standalone. Uh-huh. Um, so we've gotten a lot of indies, which has been great because we have things like Rocket League coming out, being a huge hit. Um, we have Broken Age, all awesome stuff. Um, but there really has been a lack of those AAA games. Um, so I'm curious if you guys think that um, you want those. Do we want those AAA games back? Are we happy with the indies? Um, do you think that people are starting to get angry with the lack of these AAA games? So I think a lot of this comes down to there's this this fondness for all these uh, AAA games that came out on PlayStation Plus. But as far as my memory serves, like most of those came like towards the end of the PS3. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these AAAs had already been out for a year or more. Um, but it, then shouldn't we see titles like Knack and Killzone, though, about I, now? I mean, well, being that it's been a long time since launch for the PS4. I, I would normally say yes, but even the, even those AAA titles for PlayStation Plus, as far as I remember them coming out, they were coming out like a year to two years after the AAA game had already you know initially released. But mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, the PS3 was like seven years old and had this vast library of games to kind of be able to pull these AAA games from. And so it wasn't a really big hit. Like if if a year or or a year and a half later, a AAA game came to PlayStation Plus, there's all these other games, you know, uh, to choose from. Whereas on PlayStation Four, it really has only uh, been out for just three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know if there's a, a large enough library where you can start pulling AAA games uh, of your own because Sony doesn't have, to be honest, that many AAA games to pull from. Yeah, um, oh, we're just hitting. We're just hitting two years, right? Is it two years uh, for PlayStation uh, Four? It was twenty thirteen. Uh, oh, maybe right? right. Maybe it's two uh, years. November, so less, November twenty thirteen. Time than I thought. So, yeah, I was just kind of doing a, a couple of quick Google searches here, and I'm seeing that you know just a random. I picked a couple of random months, you know, where there's Deus Ex that came free and Infamous Two that came free, and both of them were about a year after release. Um, so I kind of get Dustin's point on the, on the one hand, like I understand that, yeah, the system's not that old. These games are probably still selling pretty well. And that's gotta be the ultimate barometer, you know, for when they become free on PlayStation plus is like, well, yeah. you know, when they stop because selling you, to that, that right. Extent. You look at those, those, those games, like example, those are third party published games. So yeah, they've got to get Sony to get the buy-in from from those publishers, but those publishers are like look absolutely the console PS4 hasn't been out that long, and our games are still selling just fine. We don't really need them to be PlayStation Plus yet. Mm. Yeah, so it, typically those third-party publishers are going to take the 
the PlayStation Plus payday, quote unquote, you know, when they've kind of exhausted the sales and, and they've dipped below what they can, they think they can make in the short term by, by giving it out free. So, but yeah, those games were out about a year and then they became free on the, on the PlayStation Plus deals. So I, yeah, I get what you're talking about. It, it definitely, um, like, or it's like sleeping dogs was, uh, you know, I think June or something of 2013 and it had been out. Yeah. Since 2012. So, uh, in August, so actually it was a little bit less than a year on that one, but again, you know, that that's a game and maybe Deus Ex two uh, that were quality, but not, um, and they were triple a quote unquote, but they weren't huge sellers. Right. You know, they were kind of like sleepers. Um, infamous two, that one, I don't know that that was a first party. Maybe it had stopped selling. Maybe it didn't sell as well as, uh, as the first one. I, I'm not sure. I don't have numbers on that, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that, it's got to, it all comes down to that, the almighty buck, right? So if, if they think that, you know, they're looking at these numbers, they're watching them. If they can keep pumping out indies and people are going to keep paying for PlayStation plus at this point to keep the online play. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, that changes can, everything from PS3 right there. Yeah. So that's another thing. Like really for PS3, they, they really had to make that games lineup worth it. Otherwise no they one had was going to pay for it. Yeah. They had to give people a reason to, to start getting used to paying for PS plus, but yeah. now that everyone's already hooked, you know, they can just give them that little trickle of, yeah, here's a game. Yeah. Here's another game. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you can tell how I feel about, <laughs> about the games we've had I for PS so. plus. Well, that kind of, yeah, yeah. to shift here's it just a game. little bit, are you, do you think you've been happy with the games then that they have been providing as far as indies are concerned? I think for the most part, yes. But I've played like maybe this, I, one of them or two. I, I think this last month, though, I didn't. I didn't really care yeah. about the stuff. Or I, I think I already had the one I did care about. So it was like, well, I think Walking Dead season two was the example. Like I already had it. That I would have been excited for that if I hadn't bought it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. But that that happens. You know, that's the problem. Yeah, for oh good, oh, good. I was just gonna say, yeah. For me, that's basically the same thing. If it's a game that I've wanted to play, I I already own it. Like uh, Broken Age. If I hadn't bought it, you know, I would have been thrilled about it. But I, oh, I was I that was one I totally was excited about and got for free. So yeah, I, I've been I've been winning um the PlayStation Plus battle by like just not buying games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know yeah. if that's very healthy either. I bought well, plus I t- I tend to never buy game buy indie games anyway, so I I you know, I typically never have the games that we get right now. But I also don't play any of them. So <laughs> yeah, I had accidentally bought Ground Zeroes. I think maybe four days before oh, it went no. free. So that was. I think <laughs> yeah. that happens to everyone at least once. It definitely happens to yeah. Adam. Yeah. It happens to Adam every time. Every time. Every basically. time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I almost wonder how that impacts sales because once that happens to you a couple times, I, I do find myself going, "Well, am I going to play this?" at the minute I buy it or am I going to wait a while? Because if I'm going to wait a while, it's probably going to be free Mm -hmm. and I'll hold off and it usually will be. So, um, but yeah. So to sum it up, Dustin, what, what do you say to sum it up? Um, I'm, I've been really happy with the Indies for the most part. Um, I would like if they would, would throw us a, a bone somewhere, honestly, like knack is one of those games that I know is not good. (laughs) <laughs> but I kind of want to play anyway. Like, yeah, it's it's not it's not bad, but it's not great. I feel like that's the know? type of game that, like, m- my wife loves the the really cute games. Like, she's playing sure. Yoshi's Woolly World right now. And she 
loves it. Oh, that looks so. Fun. I think Knack would yeah. be super fun to sit down yeah. and just mess around with for a couple hours. So, and, and let's be honest, Knack has probably sold really all the copies it's going to sell at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely. true. That's true. I feel like they could they could dish us out like uh, you know maybe an Assassin's Creed Black Flag and uh, a Kill Zone Shadowfall and a Knack. And people will be pretty happy about getting those for free, even though even you know, a lot of people have already played them, but maybe, maybe haven't. And those are like, especially Killzone was a great and game. And it doesn't I even thought. have to be every month. Like one of those every three or four months would be even fine for me personally. Yeah. So that's it. All right. Well, Shuhei, you have your work cut out for I'll you. I'll let them know at PlayStation <laughs> Experience. Yeah, please, please I'll just, do. I'll just please give them a ring. All right, you guys, end of the show plugs for men. For mans. For mans. Help support the show for $0 by signing up for a free audiobook on audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. The best way to support the show, I might add. And it's free. So, yeah, audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. Treat yourself to an SBFVGS t-shirt on cafepress.com slash sbfvgs there's hotcakes shirts there's the podcast <laughs> logo shirt it's a good time we're gonna get some more designs up there uh pretty soon um you know i, I put a little tweet or two out just asking for if people wanted to see a specific shirt because it's really easy to add extra designs so just let us know if you are interested in seeing a specific shirt um that'd be good time so um uh, mr david j tate of course he's been knocking it out of the park as we said with the SBF VGS Twitch and YouTube Let's Plays and Streams. Um, he's, you know, done one with uh, that geeky gal, Ashley, and tonight's super guest friend, Dustin, of course, um, which have been fantastic good times. I haven't been able to watch, like, the entire streams. I've usually what? just hopped in. I what? usually hop in and comment a little bit and be like, all right, I got to go because I'm, I'm way too busy and it's ridiculous. So, but I have, I've definitely enjoyed what I've watched and I think other people have as well. So keep up, keep up the good work. I will try. And, and everyone make sure you just tweet the crap out of uh, Mike and and Adam and just let them know how much you wish they would stream too. Because (laughs) mm, I bet you they'll listen if you guys demand it. So, (laughs) yes. Um, I would also like to plug one last thing. Uh, a TV show that I had been working Hey-o. out, working on, not working out, uh, <laughs> working out while it's watching. Super late. It's like one a.m. now. But uh, uh, Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones is oh man, out. I watched uh, the new trailer for that. It looks real good. It, it looks and awesome. Two of my shots were in it, so that's, that's so pretty cool. cool. Um, they're set to premiere November twentieth, twenty fifteen, on Netflix. That's coming up real yeah, soon. I'm excited. So. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, That's I this think Friday, I actually. think I'm actually going to get the wife to watch it. Uh, she, oh, cool. she really likes that actress, so nice. Um, well, be advised, yeah. it's 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 pretty dark. That the main villain man, he does some messed up stuff. Well, that I actually, I mean, I feel like that's what made Daredevil so great. Like, was it was like Batman tone? Yeah, you know? it yeah. was really cool. Well, yeah. yeah, that's not what I mean by dark, but I you mean, don't mean Dark Knight. It'll be good. I don't mean dark like Batman dark. I mean dark like. Like it's not well lit. Like, like the villain, the villain can control people's minds and do some pretty crazy stuff. Ooh. So. Hey, ooh, spoilers. No, that's that's not spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Everyone knows who who the purple man is. So all right, I've, got, I've actually got a plug for once. <laughs> oh yeah, go for it. Go for so, it. So if you guys can buy new games, because if you go to the used game store, oh my gosh, David has rubbed all of those games <laughs> just all over his body. Just just buy new. Just all, everywhere. It's the all way to go. In the, 
Be clear about that. My name is and I'm here to say Mike is a jerk in a major way. Uh, he puts I will rap every time cabinet, you insult right. me. Every time you insult me, Mike comes another rap. Uh, he puts them in the secure cabinet. All right. <laughs> oh. So anyway, uh, special thanks to Eric Kruger for our logo. Seriously, yeah, awesome stuff. he nailed it's, that. That logo is amazing. It's thanks, good buddy. stuff. It's good stuff. If you like the show, help us out by leaving an iTunes review and tell a friend, you know, just uh, tell people like, hey, you heard of these, these kids, these up and comers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, we're, neat. we're neither kids nor up and comers. So I don't <laughs> <laughs> Check out Dustin. Yeah. Check out Dustin's yeah. show for one This should be my right now. This is kind of okay. the moment you do that. Here yeah. we go. So I do a show called Adventure Mode with one of my best pals, Brandon. Um, mm-hmm. It's an hour long, usually, and it goes up on Wednesday. So when you're done listening to this podcast, uh, just a day or two later, you know, you can listen to adventure mode and, uh, you can find there that you real easily over on, uh, the old iTunes store. Um, and yeah, it's, it's kind of like this show. Um, it's a little bit more, I don't want to say adult, but there's some, Ooh. some, some, some bad words and it gets some, some coarse joking. <laughs> there's some coarse joking. It's a, it's a little bit more awesome. I don't want to, you know. <laughs> I believe the word is. I believe the word is mature. mature yeah, <laughs> mature. But it, it's a fun show, Brandon. Uh, you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. So oh. that hey, oh. that always makes it interesting. Um, we're currently trying to retool our YouTube channel, just because, like I said earlier, um, adventure mode doesn't really work well in the the search uh, section of youtube so yeah it makes sense yeah so we're trying to rework that but right now we're doing the podcast every week we're going to be doing some cool playstation experience coverage uh coming up in december so look forward to that good times good times so um follow us on twitter let's do that sbf vgs podcast that's the podcast twitter obviously uh i am barry white b-u-r-y-w-i-t-e mike is taco douglas David is David J. Tate, and Dustin is Dustin Can Fly. Um, same names on PSN, except for Mike, who is Taco underscore Douglas. And Dustin, what is your PSN? It is the the same. It's Dustin Can Fly. It's the same. Yep. The same. Okay. Okay. So well everyone's done. Mike didn't yeah. get that memo. <laughs> <laughs> Join the super best friends video game sleepover PS4 community, and let's play some games, especially with this Star Wars coming out, folks. Yes. Especially oh, yeah. Nice. Star Wars time. Uh, yeah, are you guys getting fun. it? These guys will probably be getting it. Oh yes, yeah. sweet. I'm I'm in. I'm in. I'm yeah, getting. I'm it. in too. I'm I'm getting it. I, so. I don't care. I don't Let's care do if it, it gets trashed in reviews. Well, it won't. Trashed. It won't. I'm buying it. Adam <laughs> I is adamant. <laughs> I don't take, care about nothing. I'm gonna take a real brave stance and shot in the dark on a Star Wars property. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be a rebel. So no anyway. one likes that Star Wars, but Adam Redding. He's a trooper. I'm a rebel. <laughs> all right. Part of the rebel alliance. I am, I'm, well, I'm part of the new republic. I'm sorry. I'm not a rebel. Because what? a rebel is a derogatory term from the, from the empire. I'm the new republic, my friend. Rebel I don't flag, understand baby. anything you guys are saying no, right now. No. Adam, <laughs> rebel is like terrorist. You don't want to be a rebel. You want to be part of the new republic. I'm telling no. you. You'll see. You'll see when no, The Force I'm, Awakens comes out. You'll see. I'm, I'm rebel scum. All right. Well, you'll see. <laughs> all right <laughs> so anyway play some games with us on there and the other uh the other folks who listen to the podcast and who tweet and are cool people so 
yeah, do that. Uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sbfvgs or follow the blog at sbfvgspodcast.wordpress.com. A very special thank you again to our super best friend, super guest friend. Yes. Excuse mm. me. Dustin for almost, Thank you for having us. messed up. This has been a long time <laughs> in the making, especially with yeah, Mike and I's bromance uh, first yeah. being the, the beginning on Twitter. And now it has bloomed. <laughs> Into a, a beautiful relationship between between all of us. It is it is our so, beautiful so. relationship flower. Yeah, I like that. As beautiful <laughs> as that hobo. <laughs> More, yeah. <laughs> it was a pleasure to have you. We'll have to have you back soon. I would love that. That'd be great. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Episode 30. Thank you for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more irradiated talk on gaming. Yes. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Hey, goodbye. Bye. He's gonna be the prettiest hobo.